Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me again today. Boy, this has been a time. I know you have probably been going through struggles with what's going on in the United States and, and really around the world if you pay attention to the news. Today, we are faced with indecision. We look around us and there are people willing to make the decisions, but are they the right decisions? And there are prophets saying that this is not going to end the way the world, and I'm talking about the unsaved world, thinks it's going to. And I happen to believe what the prophets say. Now, if you are in the same boat as I am and you are required to pay attention to what the Lord is saying to you as a saved person, and you hear what the prophets are saying, then you must or should believe what they say because they're speaking the Word of God. But in this time, as in any other time, our enemy wants us to doubt. So today we are going to pray about facing doubt. One of the most frequent problems that we as Christians experience is doubt. We doubt in our salvation at times. We doubt that God has truly said or spoken something to us that is something we should take care of or do. We doubt what the Scripture says because it hasn't happened for us. We doubt healing. We doubt a lot of things because the enemy does not want us to believe the Word of God. It's as simple as that. And we should, as logical people, sit down immediately and think to ourselves, well, if he doesn't want us to believe in that, then that must be a good thing, because he's a liar and the father of lies. Let me show you a scripture, Psalm 78, verses 18 and then following, and they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, that the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord heard this and was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and the anger also came up against Israel, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Let's read Matthew 14, verses 30 through 31. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Now, we know that doubting is sin. 
Now, if we look at the last part of Romans 14.23, it says, For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Well, what can be done? It looks like we are in a deep hole and can't get out. If we doubt, we don't get what we ask for in our prayer. And more than that, it's considered sin. So what do we do? Well, thank the Lord, he provides a way out. As with everything, he is the source. And so we look to him to overcome doubt. Psalm 42, 5, why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Now, what that's saying is that, and I believe that's what's happening in that verse, is that your spirit, your human spirit, counseled by the Holy Spirit, is speaking to your soul, your mind. And so your soul, your spirit is saying to your mind, why are you disquieted? Look to the Lord. He is your hope. Praise him. And he will help you in your moment of doubt. Now let's look to the next verse, which says, let's look at Isaiah 40 and 27. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. He's basically saying, okay, I'm not in tune with my God. He has ignored me. He is ignoring me. I'm hidden from him because my doubt will not allow me to receive anything from him. And the hard truth is that's true. If you stay in that condition and you do not seek God's face and use his power, his grace to overcome doubt in your life, you will be hidden from God because he cannot operate in sin, or in this case, doubt. As I said earlier, you don't have to do that. It says in the latter part of that group of verses in Isaiah 40, it says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. In other words, he's saying, I've not gone anywhere. I'm here. Let's give it another go. Let's try it again. And there is a way to do that. First, you repent. You ask for forgiveness in the situation that you're in where you have exhibited doubt toward God and God's Word. And then you ask for wisdom. James 1, 5-7, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Now you say to yourself, well, I've done that. I've done that many times, and it's never worked. It's like riding a bike for the first time. You're afraid, and you keep trying, and you keep trying, and eventually you make it. But you're encouraged by a parent or a big brother or sister. The Word is there to encourage you in the process. The goal is to have faith and not doubt. Well, then you say, 
how do I know I'm getting it? How do I know that I am starting to learn something? Well, the obvious answer is you start seeing the moves of God. You start seeing things happen in your Christian walk. When faith replaces doubt, miracles happen. People are healed. People are saved. It happens because you have faith. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in those weak moments. We need your help. By your grace, we need strengthening. We need to be able to rise up in the Word of God and stand, stand firmly on the gospel. Stand there and believe what you've said in your Word and through your prophets. Father, we know that you will never leave us or forsake us, that you've given us weapons, and you've caused us to know how we can connect with you, that we can stand in faith and see miracles happen, see things happen when we pray. So, Father, I ask for a special anointing now, a special anointing on myself and everyone in my audience to be able to see more clearly, to understand more clearly how we are to operate in faith. We thank you, Lord, that you have never left us. You are always there. Your Spirit has counseled us and says to us, You are mine. I have never left you. I am the everlasting God. I'm the Lord. I'm the creator of the ends of the earth. I faint not. I'm here. Know that I exist. Know that I'm the rewarder of those who diligently seek me. So seek me, and I will answer you. Father, I thank you that you've spoken over us. You've blessed us. You've given us grace so that we can do the works that you intend for us to do. We stand, Lord. We stand according to your word. Lord, reach out your hand just as you did to the apostle Peter when he wanted to walk on the water, and he became afraid because of seeing the wind. Lord Jesus, hold out your hand to us that we might walk with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. for listening today. I want to leave you with this thought that the Lord made us so that we would work on his behalf in this world. We have a mission. We are, in our own ways, ministers. Now, he would not ask us to do that if he didn't give us the power through his grace and understanding to do the work. We have the faith. We can operate in that faith because we're meant to operate in that faith. So go to the Word. Search the Word. Let the Word permeate you. Let the Word encourage you. And walk in faith 
If you stumble, get up and walk again. Continue to walk in faith.